Hello and welcome to Generally Famous. I'm Simon Bridges and every week I talk to a generally famous but always interesting guest about life, love and what makes them tick. Today it is amazing, absolutely amazing. I'm excited, I hope it lives up to my expectations to have Lucy Blackiston who is 24 but a digital heavyweight. Siska, shit you should care about. Instagram, podcast, newsletters, 3.6 million followers, a news junkie, a Harry Styles lover, and most importantly, from a favourite of mine, Blenheim. Welcome to Generally Famous. Thank you, Simon. I had no idea that the podcast was called Generally Famous, and that is a very kind and... uh, I think no, you. I think gen- you. Well, you're I'm always interesting. Famous. Always interesting. Yeah. You are famous, but you shy away from that at some level. It seems to me. I think it's not so much shying away as protecting shit you should care about and mm. protecting myself. And there's this beautiful thing that we've been able to master, where people they absolutely know me. They know my voice. They know my tone of voice when I type or when I post to social media or write my daily yeah. newsletter and. That's been enough. I think everyone just respects that we don't need to know what she looks like or her whole life story, yes. but we will listen to her and be her pen pal and her like best mate online, which is just cool. And I'm not I'm not here to sort of, you know, be flatter you unduly all the time. But no. I mean it seems there's a to me there's a there's a humility in that, right? Because you're actually it's about um Siska shit you should care about. It's not all about you. No. No or, way. Or, or you as a, you as a, a and there's, there's different yous, right? There's you, Siska, and there's you, you know, individual. Is there, or are you the same, same, you know, you just rock onto that show and you're, you're at it? <laughs> I am pretty same, same. What you, what you see, but you don't see. What you hear is what you get. Um, I, I remember when I first went to uni and I thought, Lucy, you can be this whole new person and you can be like a bit more quiet and you can be less <laughs> maybe audacious or whatever. And I really tried for, I think, about three days and then I realised there's just no changing when you are this random. Do you, have you, and, you know, life's a long time, so we none of us know what's going to bring, but are you basically the same person you were at 15? What I mean yeah. by that is, you, Quiet <laughs> yeah. and Lucy Blackiston don't go together. No. Is that? Am I? I think, yeah, I'm definitely, I am definitely the same person I was when I was 15, just with a bit more knowledge and not that much more height. Yeah, I'd say not a lot. So, so I just want to say, those of you who haven't seen Lucy, she is six foot four, <laughs> built like a brick shit house. Yeah. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> You've sabotaged me because I I wanted the first question to be, I've been practising this, Okay, is Blenheim the best place in New Zealand? I think so. I mean... What do you like most about it? I really love the wine. Yes. I I love... There's going to be a few things. I love being close to the Marlborough Sounds. I love that it's a small town because the three founders of Shit You Should Care About, me, Ruby and Liv... We've all been best mates since we were about 15. And I think being in a small town, when there's not that much to do, just makes you have all these big existential chats and plan businesses together. And honestly, I wouldn't trade. Being I wonder if I wonder if it would have all happened the way it's happened. I know. If you'd been in a big smoke like Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, where you are right now. I don't know, because maybe I would have gotten wrapped up in the corporate world and really loved... And maybe Closing sometimes you have to be a, 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 not quite the way, but a big fish in a small pond. I, I think that. I mean, in yeah. my, you know, not that I've necessarily done um, uh, the things you've done, but like um, I, as a lawyer, as a young lawyer, I, I would have never, I don't think, got anywhere because I speak like a Westie <laughs> yeah. and I'm just, I don't know, all bunts of this. So I, I went to Tauranga and yeah. that, suddenly there because it was the provinces and it was smaller yeah. I don't know I had a bit more of a you can spring shine. Yeah, I got to shine and I think I've loved moving first to Wellington and then up here to Tamaki Makoto where oh, like I do love being underestimated because people yeah. I think a lot of the time when it comes to especially shit you should care about they don't really expect that I know how to do the social media stuff and the business stuff as well and I quite like going into a room and I do know my shit, but um, I think coming from a small town, it yeah, it lets you shine. It also humbles you because when you get up here, and I'm going to cut so those Siska, shit Siska. you should care about. Um, 
massive Instagram podcast. We'll get to that. I, I, one more Blenheim question. Yes. Not today, not in six months, like in 19 years, are you going to look back as Mayor of Blenheim and be kind of like, we're going to be saying, look what she's done now. <laughs> she's renamed it to something with the word shit. <laughs> no, I don't think I will be in any positions of decision-making power. I think that would be very reckless. But, but, but you've been, I don't even... You, are, you, you actually are powerful. Oh, yes. You have 3.6 million followers, as we made the distinction. Yeah. Not you, but Siska on Instagram, right? Um, um, Ariana, I'm just completely Love. showing how uh, out, out of touch I am. How do I even say her last name? Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. But I think confusing myself with Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and there are other famous uh, followers. Yeah, yeah. Um... Joe Rogan follows us. Amazing. Yeah, that's buzzy. Chrissy Teigen, Blake Lively, um, Daisy Edgar-Jones, Cory Booker. Like, just a lot of, just a whole mixed bag. I I can't actually see, quote-unquote, famous people. I just have to rely on other people messaging me and saying, say, well, did you see? Yeah, because there's no way to... See, which what I think if is I good. like changed my name to I don't know Taylor Swift and started following yeah. you? Well, you there could might be identity theft, the... but you could totally do that. <laughs> it's online. Yeah. There are no rules online. I will screenshot it and then you can change it back within three seconds. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Um, and and again for the uninitiated, because I appreciate there are you know almost as many people as live in Blenheim who follow you on Instagram, but but. It's it's news, actually almost as many as New Zealand. It's news, it's arts. What's your arts podcast called? Culture Vulture. That's right, I have listened to it. But then you do some weird thing where I have to then go and... Do I have to give you money or something? That's why I haven't listened to it. Oh, I think you might be... subscribe or... No, you don't have to. We have two different feeds, the Shit Show feed and the Culture Vulture feed. I think you might be listening on the Shit Show feed. That's right. So okay. So there's a whole new one called Culture Option. So you've just in a nice way shown the world that I'm <laughs> relatively not good at these things and I have no idea. Look, it's being in Parliament, you're in Parliament for like 14, 15 years, 14 years, not 14, 14, 14 years. Um, people do stuff for you and you just become more and more helplessness. It's like yeah. learned dependency is the concept there. So that's and that might that. be, yeah, I mean, that might be something we can talk about is... Or maybe we don't have to talk about well, it, but getting young people that maybe do know how to do these things in there could be a vibe. I, I, it, it could be. It could would be, be good. Big vibe and a vibe. Um, I, I think I'm down with your lingo. I think you are. You, you know, vibe is one I know. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that sort of as well because I feel like talking to you off mic. There are so many words you're using where I've just got kind of no idea what you are um are saying. And, and of course, so so from Instagram to. Uh, podcast, newsletters, weekly? Daily. Daily. I write one every day at 5am. That Amazing. sums up the news. So when do you get up? So I get up at 5. Right. Um, straight into it. The newsletters. What, usually... are you, what, what, what um, news feeds are you looking at? So I subscribe one to a lot of newsletters. Yep. And there's a few that I like to check each morning. And then BBC. Love the BBC because yep. I'm trying to get a little bit of a pulse on It's an on honest broker and purveyor of... Yes. And I... I just, I mean, and I like it because I don't know any of the journalists behind it or who runs it or anything. It's not a personality. I read a lot of personality-driven journalism, but the BBC, I'm like, I don't need to know. I just sort of yeah. like You it. can trust that. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, and, and you're discussing this huge reach and influence you've got, big issues. I mean, Roe v. Wade, the... The abortion court case, Black Lives Matter, AI, I listen to um, your, your brother. What's it? You give him a nickname, Swat? I call him Squish. What's that about? Honestly, I've just called him that since I was a kid. And I thought maybe I was trying to sort of analyse that before. I wondered if that was some sort of Hugh Grant haircut or something he had going. <laughs> but mean, like you, I've never seen him, so yeah. I don't sort of... That's, the, that's kind of the beauty. is I Half the people probably listen for the content, the other half are just like... I wonder if I can figure out what these people look like or who they are. It's just the anonymity that maybe keeps them interested. And you know that like someone's voice and what they look like can be so radically Mismatch. different. It's like, no, that's not... Um, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. That is not her or that is her. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and and of course you also do, I, I think, you, you know, the mundane. You've got mundane and I, I want to get to mundane. that. And then Harry Styles, we need to get to that. That's actually possibly <laughs> the most important part yeah. of this um, yeah, it's a significant podcast, it let's be honest. Yeah. It's a significant podcast. Um, it, but it started on Instagram. Um, I love Instagram, but what 
is weird to me about that is Instagram to me is pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. And that's not what you're doing. And was that was that new when you did that? Yes. Um, I don't think I realised that it was new or sort of groundbreaking, but we started as a blog. We thought, yep, we'll be writing a blog. Each of us, like three pieces a week. And then one day I just turned something that I'd written for the blog into like took some screenshots, put it on Instagram, wrote a little caption that was using Instagram for information rather than just for pretty pictures. Or it was at the time when influencers were all over my feed and they were trying to sell me things and, you know, waist trainers and teeth whitening things. And I just thought... They all work for TVNZ these days. (laughs) That's my understanding. I don't actually know many New Zealand (laughs) influencers. Simon Power, what are you doing about that? Sorry, no. Um, And then we just used it, yeah, for information. And this was before you could even have 10 slides to scroll through. It was just one photo. And now... Instagram is quite heavily used. Well, they're trying to make it for videos now, which isn't right. really the vibe. No, but uh, yeah. what? What? Why? Was there any? Don't be. Don't be humble. Give me or give me a sort of a humble brag. Or you like that? That sort of modern language. Humble wasn't brag. It? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Good. I, good I, I don't think I've ever used it in a humble sentence brag. before in my life. I love um, that for I you. I don't kind of know what it means, but I feel like it's right. Um, how did you, was, were you doing anything, and I'm not talking about the content really, although you, maybe that's just what it was, were you doing anything special that got you to, you know, nearly as many people as live in this country we live in or, as followers? Was there any, or was there just magical moments or where it's like, boom, suddenly a million people rocked on in? Yeah, I don't think I was doing anything special, like cheeky. I think I was just very, I didn't think too much about what I was posting. It was very authentic. And, I mean, it did help. I worked for a little while in Colombia, so we were in the U.S. time zone at the same time as, oh, it was 2019 in the U.S. Because most of your followers, or majority of followers, are Yanks. Yeah, they're from the U.S., about 50%. What do you think they think about, well, Siska, New Zealand, I mean, because they're, they're, a good good number of your, your podcast followers will also be American? Yeah, um, I think they love it because we say things very blatantly and often quite humorously. The way we deliver news is we don't really sugarcoat things, um, us. And I also think they love it because they have never been exposed to, like we say, Kyoto every time we start a podcast and I say Morena in my newsletter every morning. And a lot of them have no idea that we even have this beautiful Indigenous mm. culture. And so it's a nice learning curve for them yeah and then also I think we get the chance to when we do write about New Zealand kind of shatter the illusion that we're just this perfect Narnia I think people like to know that we face a lot of the same it's issues pretty real they, yeah, yeah exactly it is real and so yeah. I think you're right I think that's the one that I didn't really think about and you know I'm not remotely close to remotely being fluent to Rayo, but in, I, I've written a book, I'm an author. Yeah. I'd let you know. Um, and in my Thanks, book, Tommy. Humble yeah, break, humble the, break. The, exactly, the four. No, that was just brag. <laughs> yeah, um, the, four, the, four, the four people outside of New Zealand who've read it, aka my wife's family, the bit they didn't get, and it's not that they, but they were curious in, in fact, I think it was about the only freaking feedback they did give me was they didn't understand the Tereo, right? Because it's just a bunch of stuff that we think we... So I think that is a... Um, I want to come back to Instagram, though. Um, it, what is intrigues me is, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but you're, you know, you are, um, it, it, as I said in my uh, intro of you, my very generous intro of you, a digital heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. um, I was told, admittedly, by an old person last night, but that, that Instagram is now more for oldies. Yeah. Are you sort of, have you, uh, what does this mean? Well, I mean, about a year ago, we really decided to get off, not get off Instagram, we still use it, but we focus way more on our newsletter and um, our podcast because TikTok's come and it's said to Instagram, we will take all your young people and um, young people. Which it seems to have, right? Which it has. It's done so miraculously well. And so, yeah, we still... We still post here and now on Instagram, but yeah, we mostly also. And I you're love on giving, TikTok. We are on TikTok, but not. We're more on TikTok as like an experiment. It's right. not where we do our big product. Um, I like to give more context a lot of the time than what Instagram or TikTok will allow. So right. in a newsletter, you can write more. On a podcast, you can yeah. say more. Yeah. Um, and I'm all about giving 
bit more than 10 slides worth of info. Yes. So, yeah, Instagram is, it's not for oldies per se, but it's certainly, it's certainly felt the wrath of TikTok. What, what is it about TikTok? And, you know, I, I, I have seen TikTok. No, I haven't really <laughs> dabbled. I've seen it from afar, probably from some millennials f- f- phone. Yeah. Um, and, and I've, I, but I have literally zero idea about Snapchat, right? It's too strong. <laughs> but I understand that's math as well. W- what is it about these ones with seeing the shift to them? What do you think is the. Uh, oh, I think it's about our attention spans, which kind of sucks for us as, yeah. as a Gen Z generation because they give very short, very funny videos and I think we love instant gratification. I'm try- I am mean, I'm trying to train myself out of that a mm. bit, um, but I will still say we. And it's just, and it's not always a good thing because, you know, if you see a 30-second video that's fake or false and mm. you see it three times on your feed, you're probably going to believe it just because of the repetition, even though... It's only 30 seconds of something and it doesn't have that much context. So it's fun if you use it for fun. It's probably not the best if you're using it um, as your main use source. I agree. I suppose that's... And I wanted to ask you about that, and I'm not putting any of this blame on you, right? I'm mm. not blaming you for the world of social media mm. and what's it's a much Very bigger... Kind. But, you know, um, yeah, we're generous of <laughs> me, right? Generous, yeah. I am a generous... Um, <laughs> But you know, it's it's. I mean, if we take Instagram, it's um, and I say this in quotes. I don't quite mean it quite this bad because I I love Insta. I think it's actually got some positivity to it. It's you know, it is mm. beautiful and inspiring. I watch. Um, we we're talking off here about music, and we're going to come to Harry. But you know, it's like I, I watch. Um, Drummers, yes, you know, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Although it can suck up like forty-five minutes at eleven p.m. when I meant to go to bed, but um, <laughs> it's a hilarious image of me just thinking of you scrolling on drummers. <laughs> I love on them. I, I freaking love them. They're amazing. Are like you a drummer? I, I was. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't put myself out there. But, but you know, if we think about um, social media, it's addictive. Mm. It's it's probably um, and, and I think I think I say this with some confidence. It's as addictive as substances at a level. You know, I mean, people are on these things. It's 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 to hook you in. Um, it is associated, and we could you know we could debate the by how much, but with mental health, including depression and all of these um, things. And 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 I think more than that, you said it. You know y- yourself really well. I mean, it's this 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 sort of instant gratification. When I think we're, and you know, I, you know, um, Simon Sinek, he's a sort of a, a, a leadership guru at some level. You know, he, he's talked about this where, um, you know, the really valuable things in life, meaningful relationships, um, meaningful jobs and roles, and you you know, you clearly have have, have that in in spades. Um, they're um, inconsistent with, you know, that instant gratification thing, and and we sort of so we're teaching not just young people, of course, because mm. I hope she's not listening. My mother's addicted to Facebook, right? And she's <laughs> yeah, like eighty-two. Cause... But um, what what do you sort of say to that? And how do we do? We just have to take the the, the bad with the good, the good with the bad. I think I think everything you've said is quite fair, and. Um... I do also think that, well, one, people can make really meaningful relationships and things across social media, sort of in the new era of what we're seeing with people in these more, like, niche communities, um, like Discord servers and Reddit groups and things like that, which can, again, the bad can come with the good in them. I think, I mean, I just think it exists, and so I like to live life maybe cautiously optimistic um, rather than... Like, this is honestly, I don't know if I can swear, but this is effed. Um, but yeah, like no, social yes, media, especially, I mean, there's been reports come out of Instagram and Facebook saying it's particularly young women, it's yep. not good for their mental health. Yep. And I mean, thankfully, you you chose not to blame me for no, no. the use of Instagram. Because I feel the like... the whole universe. Yeah, of, yeah. I feel like I trust that there'll be people like me that maybe want to have these like tiny good spaces on these platforms and that's all I can try to do or try to be is one, encourage, encourage. I hate cancel culture and I want to be able to encourage people that multiple things can be true at once. Yep. And I'd love to be able to do that that's for true. young Stuff's people. That's true. Stuff's complicated, right? It is. It's so complicated. And and I, I, I'm not saying this insincerely. I, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of Cisco before. <laughs> I, I knew I was talking. I've now listened to like <laughs> not... 
20, but yeah. eight. Yeah. And I think what you're doing is amazing, right? And um, and I want to come to talking about what I think, or what you think the secret source of it is, yeah. and and what. But but I suppose you, you know, you've you've said there it's complicated, and I agree with that. And and it's, it, so don't metaphorically beat me up or anything with what I'm about to say, but just to keep things yeah. interesting, I'm just interested to get your yeah. um, perspective on it. Is there a danger, or not a danger, but is what do you say to, you know, with what you're doing and making news, serious, really important stuff, relevant, not just exclusively, but fundamentally to millennials, to Gen Z, and I want to talk about that too, that there's a that, that something goes wrong in the simplification of that. I think what you yes, I often get asked, um, you know, if we are just sort of dumbing down the news and what comes with that. And what I always think is that I would rather give young people an overview of all these topics and I always say I'm not an expert and you can go away and pick some of these yeah. things that you might be interested in, you might resonate with. Um, I would rather give people a starting point than just let it all be way too mystifying for them. So I would rather, you know, bring climate change up and someone might be like, oh, well, I actually understand this and now I'll go and look into it more rather than just seeing this huge report that's been um, released by some amazing scientists but is so full of jargon that we feel intimidated by it. So I think... Yes, there's always a danger, but if you talk to me and you you learn how responsible responsible I feel about all of our audience and, mm. and what I put out to them, I cannot speak for everyone on social media. It no. can't speak for me. Sure. I think I take it extremely seriously. I know there's like a gender setting power at play and curation is huge and difficult, but I take it seriously. I think and, it's better to be doing something. No, I think that's right. I think, you, good answer. Take, I'll give you that. And, and while I'm still being mean though, I mean, I yeah. think what, what is also, is, is you are, would you accept, you're, you're giving oftentimes unfiltered your opinion yeah. on what you think, but you're not claiming to be um, the BBC. Yes. Is that fair characterisation of, you know, where you're coming from? I mean, you, you're not sort of, oh, well, and I mean, there is some balance, but that's you're not you're not yeah. trying to be a j- journalist. No, no, and we're not trying to be, you know, showing every single side of us, every single story purely. I mean, we're a team of three, and I'm a team of one that does a lot of the content. But I think we resonate with. I'm aware of echo chambers, and I know we resonate with um, a a group of people that think in a certain way. And I think it's a gorgeous way of thinking. But yep. yeah, we're not the BBC. Yeah. Or AP News or someone that can yep. show every single side of a conflict or something Actually, like because that. I don't want to forget, and this is just me shamelessly wanting to tap, tap into it and, and maybe follow some. What, so, quick fire, your favourite. Um, what is your personal favourite social media medium or platform? Oh, I don't... Are newsletters as social media or are they just a media platform? Oh, I'd that's give my, you that. That's my because it's a bit way. longer and it gives you more. Yeah, and just it feels personal because it's in my inbox and there's no ads around like trying to distract me. And it feels, yeah, it feels quite personal. I can read it in my bed. Like, yeah. And other than, of course, Siska, recommendations yeah. of whether it's newsletters, podcasts, follows on Instagram of things that um, you, you would, you know, whether it's deep and meaningful, uplifting, fun, what, what, what are some things that, you know, are in your head that you say these are... Not necessarily professionally, although it can be. Mm. They really are your favourites. Um, there's a newsletter called Digital Native, which yep. is really good because it you, it explains the world and some of these weird tech things that are up and coming, but through like pop culture. So say the metaverse explained through Neopets or Web3 explained through Taylor Swift, like things that make it make sense because they use something relevant. So wow. I love Digital Native what else? I love a. Gen- I understood about thirty nine percent of what you just said. Okay. Like, I feel like we are talking the same language, but I'm not picking up a lot of what you just put down. But that—that's yeah. all the more reason to go for and read me as a well-adjusted, rounded, yeah, yeah. Um, human being to go and read Digital yeah. Native. You should. You should. I will say that I don't get a lot of my news from um, social media, so I can't really give social media recommendations but that's purely because oh, I, I feel like there's an irony it. in that I know but it's it's you've just... hit the big time from <laughs> social media and now you're mean to it 
No, I'm not mean to it. I just can't trust that everyone puts as much care into these no. unfact-checked social media posts as I put into. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and of course everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your, your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to get to the most important thing of this whole discussion Harry, with Harry Styles. But, but I want to ask you was, before that one far less important question. Um, you're full-time on Cisco. Mm-hmm. Are you going to become filthy, rotten, rich as no. a result of this? In like oh. obscene, you know, like, okay, like that, you that's tell quite me. modern what I just yeah. did. I'm doing that. What do you yeah. call that? Um, I don't know. Like it's you're like spraying that, cash I'm or something. I'm spraying it. Like that's like a meme that I don't even, what is a meme? What's no, a, I'm joking. No. I do know a meme. You I'm do not know what a meme Come is. on. I mean, Give me it, some credit. You, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you're a meme. <laughs> um... I forget your question. Am I going to be filthy rich? Okay, if you can tell me how I can become filthy rich, rich off of this, I'll do it, and then I will be. But follower counts do not equal dollars. No. Um, and I reckon you're going to dodge this, and that's okay. Look, okay. it's not a problem. You know, I'm always trying. But there is, you know, to use a fancy word that I probably can't spell, you know, you can monetize. Um, Social media, da 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 da. Mm. I mean, what? Well, let me ask you: do you, Are there pitfalls in that? Do you sort of, you know, you seem to me a highly, you've got a highly thought through ethical position on a bunch of things. Is there, is there, are there ethics to that? Oh hell yeah! And I'm. This is me being underestimated because you thought I'd dodge it, but I love this question. No, because I was going to ask you a meaner one. Oh okay. Well, but thank I then, you. I then pulled back. I thought, no, nice Simon, one. we're not in Parliament right now. Yeah. We're being kind. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to say no to a lot of the brand deals that come into my uh, inbox because of the way I feel about the world and shit you should care about ethical positions on on a lot of things. Yep. But it's not it's not always because I don't agree with the company. A lot of it's because I don't want our platform to be fifty percent ads and fifty percent good content. So we I would rather do like something real meaningful with one organisation that's willing to sort of go across our podcast and our newsletter. I very rarely do Instagram stuff. Um, yeah, I don't do... I've not grown up with, you know, heaps of money. Money's never been an important part of my life and it's maybe not the smartest way to go into business, but I've had to learn that, yes, if you want to keep yourself employed, you do have to be making money, but it will never come above anything. I will probably never own a house, you know? It will never dictate That's depressing, isn't it, in a way, yeah. do you think? yeah. I mean that's a, I mean you, and that's a social. I mean we we know that we do know um, that. I've come to terms. Although, who knows? I mean, who it's knows? a funny, crazy world. What's going on? Yeah. Maybe maybe prices will yeah. correct massively, and I don't I'll know. Be, um, maybe I'll be writing a newsletter about all the good news about I've been able yes. to buy a house because the economy's. And I don't <laughs> underestimate you, by the way. I'm <laughs> no. very high. I've got it. No. <laughs> but and, and I, I I would say just on that I I. Um, I I agree with that sentiment. Like, I think actually men sometimes in their own funny sort of way, it, it pays to let more senior men underestimate you. Yeah. Because okay. you can get along and kind of, you know, move up the greasy pole, whether it's <laughs> politics or whatever it is in a, in a better way than, you know, kind of, I don't know, evolution or something puts people against each other and they think you're a threat, they're going to come after you. And um, so I, I, I think... It's a, it, what I'm getting to here is I think 
this underestimation tactic is a is a deeply evolutionary. And I don't think I use it as a tactic. I think just because I no. look like a short, blonde-haired, colourful thing and I just speak my mind, it's just how I'm often perceived. Um, but, yeah, I love... But does it annoy you? It doesn't annoy me until... Because as soon as you meet me, I really like that hopefully I have my shit together enough that you can realise, oh, she's thought really hard about this. Um, but it is if people maybe don't pick up what I'm putting down or don't understand that, yes, I have thought about X, Y, and Z. And, and maybe it's... It, is it because you're young, do you think? Why? Because I'm young. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Will it be... Uh, anyway, it's interesting. Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry. Maybe it's because I love Harry Styles and fangirls have been shat on for years. Can you tell me about, like, like explain this fangirls <laughs> situation. So my basic yep. understanding, which could be quite inaccurate, is that you've been a key fan page, is it fangirls, um, uh, cheerleader for Harry? And, you know, I feel, like we, I feel like we're in one, one direction, then yeah. Harry Styles. I feel like we can call him Harry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my senses as well. Um, I think I've seen a bit on this. I think you've mentioned it on your pod. Um, some of your followers on Instagram don't like that amongst the serious <laughs> stuff, you're also chucking down a bit of Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, so run me, yeah, give okay. me a, r- run me through. Actually, just the fan page thing. Yes. Have I got that right? Yeah. So when I was maybe about... 15 or 16 I had a One Direction Twitter account that honestly I think it was where I was like practicing my comedy and also practicing being a fan and so I would just tweet funny weird One Direction things um, and it got about 70,000 followers but then I realized well that taught me how to build a community that taught me how to like read and like read fan fiction and then edit it in my head because I would be like, this is so poorly written. And mm. and I didn't realise it was teaching me these things. It taught me how to build a website. It taught me how to edit photos. And then when I grew up and had to start writing CVs and resumes and things like that, I realised I'd spent all my time doing this, this fan page, which I loved. But I didn't feel like I could put any of the skills that I'd learnt onto a resume or a CV because it was embarrassing. I was like, no, that's so embarrassing, Lucy. And then as I got older and I started Shit You Should Care About and all that community building came right back to, you know, being the most important part of Shit You Should Care About, I really started thinking and um, reading, uh, especially a woman called Sasha Judd who speaks about fangirls all the time, and, right. and thinking, hold on a second, I do know how to do all this and I owe it all to being a fan of things, so let's make Harry Styles quite a pillar of shit you should care about so that everyone else I like it. that's a fan of anything just feels hurt. I, I don't understand it, but I like it. And so try... What do you not understand? Well, this is what I'm going to explain the awesomeness uh, of One Direction Harry Styles to a podgy <laughs> 45-year-old man who, you know, I know and yeah. like some of his stuff, but yeah. I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. Why? So, I mean, what in, is it about them and him? First of all, I think One Direction was formed at a time when social media was sort of taking off. So you had this all access to this celebrity boy band that you'd never had before because they were on Twitter, they were doing live streams. You felt like you knew them. And then we all grew up and they broke up and Harry Styles became his own phenomenon on his own. And as much as it's about Harry, who just supports, I think, all the same things that she, she care about stands for and is gorgeous <laughs> and great music. I mean, it all it's a perfect combination. He's got everything. He's got it it's all. It's a complete package. He's got is it he all. Quite, is he considered on um, um, the politics and things? Do you have a sense of that? He has a, he's got views on these things. Yeah, he yeah. does. He's, yeah, he's very considered. That's a great word. And he's quite vocal about it. Right. Um, and so as much as it's about him, though, as a person, it's also fandom as a concept and the fact that you're allowed to like the news, you're allowed to like boy bands, you're allowed to like Formula One, you're allowed to like Dungeons and Dragons. Like these are all things that pop up and shit you care out to make people feel like okay. and, 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 and not that this I'm saying this is why you're doing it, but it, you know, isn't it a basic life rule that a little bit of sugar makes the medicine go down? Hell yeah, we yeah. We all want a bit of sugar. Yeah. We all want to you know like you need to be able to break up the crisis going on here and the environment falling to pieces here with a little bit of Okay, I can take a breath. Totally. Was he always the best 
singer and guy in one direction. He was always the best singer. He yeah. was always the best. Was he like, the hottest front man? Yeah, I think it was the hottest. Yeah, subjective. But Louis was the funniest. Absolutely couldn't sing, but he was my favourite when I was younger because I just I love people that are funny. Are they basically? I mean, I know um, Zayn Malik. Yeah. Um, this they, is great. They, they they are basically all are they, are these guys now sort of on the bones of their ass and sort of UK tenement buildings forced to go on Celebrity Treasure Island to make a few bucks to kind of keep the lights on. I is he the only guy that's really made? I mean, Zane sort of has, but is Niall he, really has. What's he doing? You'd actually quite like Niall, I think, because it's more like I know you're I into like rock, but it's a little bit more. He's Irish. Quite folky and a little bit rocky, a little bit Arctic Monkeys vibes. Right, and some yeah, of I his, like that. Yeah, and so I think he would be your... You've basically got as cool as I get. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you sort of, Nia, well, I'm going to check him out. Yeah. Um, is <laughs> Harry Styles now one of the greatest artists ever? Oh, I don't know if I could call him one of the greatest artists ever. Definitely of the... 2000s. Right. Um, You're quite a, you are actually objective about this. Oh, yeah. I thought, you were, I thought you would be instinctively straight in with a hell yes. I, I, he's great, but there have been a lot more. I mean, w- let's talk again in about 30 years and see if he's been as informative to music as maybe a lot of other people. Well, he's, he's done the thing that... Um, is not easy to do going from a says me of very little idea, but no, but he yeah. is. But you would agree with this much: he's graduated from boy band yes. into the really big time, yeah. and at a level you'd say in doing that he's producing. Um, and I'm not making any comment on One Direction, but <laughs> adult yes. serious music yes. kind of thing, isn't that That's right? Really fair. They've gone from sort of like bubblegum pop. To then, I think they tried to do rock in One Direction, and then now Harry is actually making bangers. So yeah, yeah. no, I agree with that. Um, have you ever met him? Haven't met him. Have Are you, uh, see, he's coming in March twenty three. Oh yeah, We're I just meet saw him. that on a bus like yesterday. Yeah, we hosted some listening parties. You will for him. meet him then. I don't know if I'll meet him. You should meet him. I know. I know. Someone. Don't they know who you are? They know who we are. Is they know who we are? Member of Parliament, the National Party once said a week or so before he killed his career. Well, I don't know. They know who we are, but we have not yet. Well, I because I heard on you one of your podcasts. Yes, I love this research you've been doing. Well, like because I, I, I come to this with my A yeah. game, all right? Oh yeah. You know, it's I bring everything I've got. You, you've been over with the big words at Sony and Sydney. Yes. Yes. Is he signed with Sydney? Uh, with so- Sony? Yeah. Sony and Sydney. He is signed with Sony. So we've worked together on his album release parties. So and surely you're going to meet him. Yeah, well, we, I want to. I am not here to make assumptions like that, but I will manifest it. Manifest it. I will it. manifest it. You that's know what like it. Yeah, but that's like it. You guys use it in some modern lingo. I mean, manifest to me is like some satanic ritual <laughs> where the guy starts writhing on the floor <laughs> before the baby sacrifice. Well, manifest to me is putting something hopefully good into the universe and just hoping that you've spoken it into existence. So I hope you haven't spoken that, what you that just is, mentioned. I've never, I wasn't there. <laughs> That's not what we do before no. we become a national MP. Okay, don't, don't, you know, don't go. I wouldn't know a thing about, about that. <laughs> don't go spread, um, well, if you, okay. So you, well, you get, I've established, you've got, actually, if you meet him. Yes. Will you put a photo of you and him on Instagram? No. That will be a private special moment. Yes. Yeah. What if no. he put it on his social media? Then that's fine. He, like he is the one. So you won't let past. me put a picture of me and you on social no. media. I mean, that's like, it's. I feel like that's deeply kind of um, sort of celebrity favouring or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry Styles is probably the like one hall pass. That you he let him. You know, fair enough. You enough. would too. Fair enough. Do you, I, I am quite impressed the way I knew that about the Sony stuff. Oh, it yeah. just sort of occurred to me. Um, <laughs> brag, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's so mundane polls, which you do. Yes. I really like them. I think actually they're possibly my favourite part of um, everything that you're sort of doing. And, and I feel like, again, it's this humility thing that we Kiwis have. You kind of, you downplay them, you say they're mundane. Actually, they may be every day, but they're often critically important. Yeah, and they are also... 
they didn't start off as being strategic, but now they are because a lot of people love us for them. They come yes. to us for them. But also, in 2020, I think the internet just loved to be enraged about everything. There was a lot to be enraged about, to be fair. There was a lot, but the internet, I mean, we had so many trolls and Donald Trump was getting voted out or, you know. I'm and there picking was just, you as a Trump voter. Well, you've obviously got me so wrong. I thought we were getting along till now. Um, and then, and now, I like to give people something that they can get, if they feel the need to still get enraged yes. on the internet, which I'm trying to move our audience away from yep. at least it can be something mundane like do you like smooth or crunchy peanut butter and mm. so if you need to comment and get up in arms do it about something really low stakes so that we still have this safe yes. space yes no i think i mean it won't stop i think it. you do i think that is what it does i mean my personal favorite of the ones and i've only seen you know half a dozen yes. do you poo in public toilets <laughs> and do you um, well, uh, yes, but I actually think you've asked the wrong question. I liked it, but you've asked the wrong question. The, the real, the opposite question is, do you actually properly sit down when you poo in public I toilets? know. I, and I want to do a follow-up, and I will. Yeah. Maybe the same day uh, as this Don't podcast. you think, and also, that is like, yeah. I'm not being funny. Well, I am, I'm, I'm slightly as a 45-year-old middle-aged man <laughs> trying to be a little bit funny. and yeah. but, I, but I do, that, but I'm also serious. So do you serious. hover over? I do. And then the follow-up question the next day could be something like, um, and has it ever happened, put in better English than that, okay? You're good at English, I can tell that. Has it ever happened that you didn't make the public toilet? That's disgusting, but also, like, you're you're coming across really relatable right now. Yeah. Okay, let's be serious. Let's not de-energise, because energy is good, but let's let's focus and be serious. I want to talk to you about Gen Z or Z. Oh, that's a mundane poll. And we've actually done it. I think more people say Z. Z. But Good. I think I call it... Well, I've heard you say Z. Gen Z. Yeah, I call it Gen Z. Not that I'm stalking you, but I have heard you say Z. I um, do call it Z. Your, your audience, I presume, is massively Gen Z. Z. Yep. Um, but not mostly. Oh, is that right? The biggest is... I mean, it's... 80% of our audience is 18 to 34. Right. But but with the newsletter, actually, I think most of them are Gen Z, which is cool because young people... So you are Gen Z, I'm Gen Z just. Yeah. You're, so you're Gen Z, Z, I'm Gen X. Um, we've got a thousand other differences. D- do you and I have anything in common or are we from completely different planets? I think we're both really good podcasters. Oh, I will take that. Yes, yes. That is the quote of the. That is the quote. Of, we're going to put that at the start of the thing. Um, I mean, I, 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 I don't mean it. Well, I think we've heaps in common. We're just human. Yeah. Um, we're Kiwis. We're both from New Zealand. We've actually probably got the same values ultimately in the end. You like music? Yeah. But yeah, you, I do. Huh? Real drums. You like music, but you have a theory about. New music being less real than old music, which... Well, I just, you know, look, (laughs) I just don't know that sort of electronic stuff where they're doing the drums on a keyboard is, you know, it's instant gratification, isn't it? That that guy or gal hasn't had to go away and do their thousand hours, as Malcolm Gladwell would say, and learn that craft. Yeah, but art. it's also a new, like, electronic music is a new craft. Some it also of it democratizes. Is, but I don't know if the dum dum bit dum dum Yeah. Bit and and just, this may be where we, this may be where our differences end. Or I know yeah, our common. No. Our co- oh. <laughs> no, but do you think? Well, then uh, let me ask you okay. this. What can I do to increase my Gen Z street cred? Or Get on I- TikTok. <laughs> that isn't going to happen. <laughs> um, I would be okay. a danger to myself and humanity. Um, to increase your street what, that's like I'd learn some routine or something, would I? Yeah, or? you'd probably dance on there and no, then I would have to just no. cringe and swipe oh, no, away. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, to increase your street cred, you could probably learn some of the phrases that you were um, talking about earlier that I was using and you just didn't quite pick up. Like Stan. What, what is A or the Stan? So if you Sounds are, like an old man's name. <laughs> well, it is. It and is, Stan, then the good Stan Walker, I like him. Oh, yeah. So Stan is like a super fan, can be known as a stalker fan, 
because it sort of right. comes from, you know, Eminem's song, Stan Oh, yeah, Dido? I do know that. Yeah, and, and it, so Eminem had the fan that was a bit much, shall we say. Right. Um, but now it's sort of been reclaimed and it's like just a super fan of anything. So it could be anything. It could be you really love rugby. You so stan I... rugby. Right. Us stan or stan? You stan. Right. Or you are us stan. Right. Many ways to use it. You More. probably will stan me after this podcast. Yes. Yes. You're a stan. No, I already was. I mean, oh. are you tell oh. Have you not heard all the, you know, I've not included enough intricate <laughs> yeah. detailed facts to, you know, to, you to you've been, you've, you've, you've invaded, you, you know, you've been renting space in my head. <laughs> oh, I've been living rent free in your head. This, that's great. Is that good? I don't know. Was that good. was actually good. really good. That slapped. Good. Yes. That slapped. Um, more. Give me more. You got any more for me? Um, you, you, I mean, I know what this means, but you always say wild. That's is this, wild. This is like a, this is like a, this is a down with it young thing. Wild. Yeah. yeah. Wild is a great good word. Good or bad. Is wild good or bad? It can be both. Yeah, like. okay. But wild is a great word to use when we don't want to call something. I mean, a lot of us grew up using the word crazy, and now right. it, it's just, you shouldn't really use the word crazy. So there, there, is a lot, there is a serious etiquette about these things, yeah. actually. Well, it's just, there's so many words in the world that it's sort of my job to make sure I swap out ones that don't make anyone feel like shit, and I always will. I there's so much I could ask you about these things. I just I feel like I, I need to. I want. I do want to ask you these serious adult questions because neither I, of us underestimate either of us. Yeah. What would you have done if you hadn't done Cisco? I always used to tell people that the job that I am going to end up doing doesn't exist yet. So I never knew what I wanted to do mm. ever. Um, used to get told when I was a high school that I should be the Prime Minister. Mm. Absolutely could not, would not. Mm. Um, I have no idea what I would have done. Probably would have gone into the media, probably accidentally would have gone into well, the Well, you might have been like into the international relations and stuff, right? You might have been at like yeah. Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade or something. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. But that would have been kind of, I feel like that would have been earnest and serious. I, I mean, think not that there's it, yeah. anything wrong with that, but you know what I mean? I'm very creative, um, even if it's just through living or what I wear, and I just think... Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't think I'm qualified to do anything except for shit you should care about. Well, I don't believe that, but what's the future hold? Well, the future is just maintaining, like, my level one of happiness, two of productivity. I must be able to get up every morning and write the newsletter that I love to write and mm. help the young people get down with what's happening in the world. And three, I mean, we don't want to, we don't have any wild goals to, there you go, wild, to scale up the business for the sake of just hiring people or ego or anything. We like to keep it friendship first, business second. Mm. So there's no like big grand takeover the world. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've thought a lot about and one day it may change. But you, and I don't know, this is probably an old fashioned word. You're very blessed because you and I, I feel the same, um, I think, um, feel very lucky to wake up every day and do stuff I like. Yes. I take that. Uh, you know, not I'm not I mean I wouldn't, wouldn't characterize any other jobs out there, but it's not like I'm going into a job where it's like, oh my goodness, I don't mm. want to do this. We actually There's did, nothing wild about this. We did a mundane poll a few days ago that said if every job paid the same, would you still be doing the one that you're doing right now or mm. the one that you love or the one that you're studying for, I should say. And it was actually really Interesting and made me quite happy that I think 45% of people still said yes. Oh, amazing. And I thought maybe, you know, there's a shift in people, even though they're getting paid maybe less than if they were doing another job, prioritising their well-being or their passion. That's actually a great test, isn't it, for whether you're in the right job? Absolutely. Would you do Would it? Would you choose Would, it again? And, and I think for me, I in the last, you know, I actually think it all time since university I could say yes to that mm. it's, it's been amazing to talk to you um, we ask guests every time three questions in a section called general knowledge firstly what single object would you save from your house I'm not going to be quirky or unique here and I'm going to be authentic and say my phone Yeah. I would need to ring the ambulance or the fire department or whatever need to ring my family. I probably want to write about it for the newsletter. Might take some snaps of it. Uh, I, my audience would love that. Yes. <laughs> so it would be the phone. 
actually, I mean, in the modern world, where, where would we be? Yeah. And like all the contacts, friends, oh, pics. I'd have no one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like your life, which yeah. is depressing in its own way, yeah. right? I sometimes wish I could get away from this thing. But secondly, what's the best night out you've ever had? Um, okay. Best night out was when I think I was like, 15 and it wasn't a drinking night out it was we went to a one a tiny one direction concert in wellington like tiny st james theater when they were new new on the scene and then afterwards we were with ruby who runs she she came out with me her mum and we were waiting for the inter-islander to at 3am get on the boat home to to blenheim and then we walked past this bar and it was all glass windows and the whole of one direction were in the bar Came over, like waved at us, like you know we got. So you basically have met Harry yeah, Styles but through glass, but I think that still sticks with me as like when you are such a stan and that shit happens to you on a night out when you're waiting for the Inter Islander, that that's the best. That's the that best is amazing. Out. No, I I get that. Thirdly, <laughs> and finally, what's the best advice given to you, and who gave it to you? I think a few people have given me this advice. One person is Duncan from the spin-off, mm-hmm. um, Duncan Grieve. He's been basically like my mentor throughout all of this. I have been able to avoid a lot of things because he's probably been through it all and told me what to do. I don't even know if it was him that said it first, but definitely reiterated just to try things and fail fast. Mm. I think I love the idea of just putting as many different tests out into the universe, like even if it's... I don't know, two different types of posts on the same thing and seeing what one gets more engagement. That's a boring one. But it's always in my mind, just don't do too much planning or else you will just get bogged down in the planning. You won't do anything. So I think, yeah, fail fast. I totally agree with that. I think it's a great um, bit of advice Duncan's given you. Hey, well, Lucy Blackstone, it's been fantastic to have you on the podcast. Um, I hope... um, I hope you don't take too seriously some of the ridiculous things you said. I <laughs> promised you it was going to be both fun and meaningful. I actually yeah. think you have delivered um, oh, thank uh, you. in space. So once again, thanks so much. You've been listening to Generally Famous. There are more episodes at stuff.co.nz slash generally famous and wherever you get your podcasts. If you follow us on any of the podcast apps, you'll get instant access to the next episode. It's quick and easy to do. Thanks very much to producer Chris Reed. I'm Simon Bridges and this is Generally Famous. It's been great to have you along. If you like this podcast, please support our work. Visit stuff.co.nz support. If you don't have time to read the in-depth stories or you just prefer to listen instead, The Long Read From Stuff is the podcast for you. Each week we showcase one of our excellent pieces of journalism, telling important or entertaining stories from the world of crime, sport, history, culture and more. You also get to hear from the journalists themselves about how they uncovered the story and how it came to life. So for your weekly dose of long-form journalism, beautifully read, subscribe to The Long Read From Stuff wherever you get your podcasts.